think to yourself too, how are you approaching these platforms? Are you approaching just as a consumer and a user, or are you going to approach them as a business owner? That's Allison Scholes, and you are listening to Sister Grow Your Business, the podcast dedicated to helping you, the female Christian entrepreneur, start and grow your business God's way by interviewing the top female Christian entrepreneurs, sharing their best practices and principles of how they started and grew their business. My name is Brian Dixon. I'm a business coach and money mindset mentor, and you are in the right place. Now let's dive into the show. Allison, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, happy to have you. For those that uh, don't know you, tell us a little bit about you and about your business, about, about who you serve. Yeah, sure. So my name is Allison Scholes, and I am a podcaster and an Instagram coach. I have been in the online space, I want to say, for more than five years now. I now have a podcast. It's two years old. Um, it's the social media for mompreneurs podcast. And really, my mission is to help mompreneurs build a really strong Instagram brand, but we do it in a way where it, we feel that we are in control and we do it in a simple way. So we don't feel that we're comparing ourselves and we're not pulling our hair out and we can still function in our normal day lives because most of us mompreneurs we're home and we have kids and a family. And now I am homeschooling and we have other moms that are homeschooling. So I understand the frustration of how do I build a brand and get seen and get visible online without spending eight plus hours on a platform. So that is my goal is to help them do that. It's amazing. I, I think our <laughs> listeners are like freaking out right now because that is such a big thing. You know, when we, I'm a co-founder of a writing community and, and inside that community, the one post that always goes viral within our Facebook group is when somebody starts a, like a, an Instagram follow chain, like, <laughs> Hey, it's been, and it happens like every other day. It's really funny. It's like, somebody will be like, Hey, it's been a while since we've done this. Uh, this is my Instagram. Would you follow me and I'll follow you. And then before you know it, we've got like a, a thousand people commenting because everybody's trying to figure out how to grow their Instagram. Yeah. You know, why do you, why do you think that's such a big deal for people? You know, it honestly, I'm sure we'll talk about this later. Uh, it comes down to ego. I really do. It really comes down to our ego and our vanity. And we just feel like, well, the only way to grow is to get as many followers as I can and get as many likes and comments and shares. And if you're going to have that mindset or that attitude towards any social media platform or really your business overall, you are going to fall flat on your face. You have to go into it as who am I going to serve or who am I going to impact or who am I going to help? And at the end of the day, if I get on any social media platform, I don't care if I did not get a like or a comment, as long as I made an impact on someone's life. And here's the thing, you don't get to see all the impact you're making. A lot of the impact you're making, you'll never see it. And we have to keep that in mind. There's people that come to me and are like, I've been following you for two years. I'm like, What? I had no idea. So you don't understand or even see the impact you're making on people online. And so we have to kind of have that check-in, have that ego check-in with ourselves. And I do it too. <laughs> we get trapped in that vanity sometimes. So good. It's it's funny because I, you know, I work with so many people that that have have gone from like just getting started to to whatever the goal was. And it's like there's always this moving finish line. It's mm -hmm. like Instagram is the marathon that's never done. 
right? You never, True. you never hit a hundred followers and you're like, I did it. I'm good. Or a thousand or 10,000 or whatever your thing is. It's like, now that I have a hundred, I feel terrible because I don't have a thousand and I feel mm-hmm. worse. The, the, the more it grows, the worse I feel. Yes. And something else I'm seeing in the online space that's starting to irk me and drive me crazy is this push to get to six figures. Like if you make less than six figures, you're not successful or you're not worthy. And I don't like that persona or that message being pushed. And I'm almost close to doing a whole episode on you don't need to make six figures to be successful because we get to decide what our success is. And really, will making six figures ultimately make you happy? Like, no, you have to be happy in what you're doing now. (laughs) So good. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Okay. We got so many questions to go through, but this is like (laughs) kicking it off with fire. I love it. So Allison, what is one habit or practice uh, that has really helped you with growing your business specifically? So I'll share two of them. Uh, One of them is I actually developed within my business and it's my, almost my daily routine of how it would fit with my family is I call it my weekly project workflow. Because there was a time, and it wasn't so long ago, it was like a year ago, I was really feeling like I was on this hamster wheel of task after task after task. And I need to do this and I need to do this. And I realized that my business was kind of plateauing. And I wasn't really getting to the next goal or steps that I wanted. So, what I had to do is I actually had to have that check in with my ego and go, okay, let's brain dump everything that I need to do weekly to keep my business moving forward. Once I brain dumped everything, I was able to categorize those tasks. And then what I did is I assigned those certain tasks to specific days of the week. And when I looked at the the days of the week, I made sure that I built in a CEO day. So that's journaling, mindset work, personal developments, because I feel if we leave that out, you really won't grow. So I was able to categorize all my tasks, plus build in time for myself to grow on a personal level. And that has really helped me get past some of those goal markers that I've set for myself. And I actually, a lot of people want to know, and I do have a freebie on this. You can actually download yeah. my whole method. I give you like the, I'm, I'm big on Google spreadsheets. Yes. So everyone just gets a copy of it and then mm-hmm. they can just fill it in themselves of how Great. they want to work it. So, yeah. And, so that's and the you first do that weekly. You do that weekly. I, yeah. So yeah. I just open up my Google spreadsheet on Monday and I know like Monday's my CEO day. Tuesday might be my email marketing. Wednesday is my podcasting day. So I was so happy that you wanted to do this on Wednesday. Cause I was like, yes, this fits my schedule. I have a whole day dedicated to uh, coursework and my clients. And then I have a day for social media planning and prep work. Once I got into that routine, I was like, yes, this is working. And when you're totally zoned in, you can get more done in less time. Instead of just having like, yeah, I'll get to that. Yeah, I'll get to that. You actually get more done in less time with this method. It's super, super cool. So that's the first habit that I have. The second habit is more mindset work because we are inundated with ideas. And when you're in business, you might have a lot of opportunities to collaborate or join you know, a podcast or whatever it is. 
I have to ask myself three questions to consider if I'm going to do it. The first question is, does it serve me? The second one is, does it serve my audience? And the third one, does it, or will it help me grow right now? If I can't answer yes to all three of those, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to just put it on the back burner, put it in a rainy day folder. It's not going to happen in that moment. And that's how I get past the saying yes all the time and learn how to say no. So those three questions will really help you determine if it's a yes in your business or life, or if it's a no. Such a great system. I love it. But one of the things that I found when, when people are starting out is they feel like if I say no to this opportunity right in front of me, then that's a no forever. And I'm going to hurt that person's feelings and they're never going to want to do business with me again. And you know, what I found over time is that the future is a long time. And right. for example, I have, a, I have a client who was approached by an agent, a literary agent to maybe do, you know, like a book thing. And it wasn't the right time for her. And so I said to her, listen, simply say, I'm really honored. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. Maybe, maybe we could work together. Like that's a possibility. Uh, we're, we're filming this in October. So maybe, maybe that's a possibility, but you know what? I, I've got a lot already on my plate right now. Can we follow up in February? Mm-hmm. And just to ask that, and she was shocked. She's like, why would I not say yes to this agent immediately? You know, but it wasn't the right time. And what, and what I found is that as you keep doing your business, like it's very normal in the, in the, as a professional to, to put people off, to say like, Hey, I can't speak at your conference this year, but I'd love to speak next year. Like no one's hurt by that. Right. You know, have you found that to be uh, the same case? Yes. I was actually this year, I was approached to be in three virtual events for the remainder of this year. I turned down two and only accepted one Mm -hmm. because I had to run through those questions and I had to look at my, my workflow and where I want to be at the end of the year. Two of the virtual events, I was not going to help me in the moment. So I said, you know what, next year, when you do it again, contact me and let's see if we can collaborate together. And they were fine with it and they put me on their list. So Saying no is just no in the moment. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean, like you said, it's not forever. Mm -hmm. So good. Allison, what's one thing that that, uh, you see female Christian entrepreneurs doing that you would recommend that they stop doing? (laughs) This is my favorite question because I actually have a great story with this and it's actually a part of my brand. So every entrepreneur beyond just mompreneurs or females. I think every business entrepreneur falls into this trap of they will watch what other entrepreneurs are doing. And let's be mindful that when we watch in the online space, we have to realize that that's just a highlight reel. That is not 100% transparent. I mean, let's just be honest. It's not. We try to be Oh, it's yeah. not. It's, it's, not. A cur- it's a curated presentation. It really is. And we try not to, but let's be real. It's yeah. It just isn't. So, and I did this too. It doesn't matter if you are just starting out in business, you've been in business for several years. What happens is, is if we want to grow our business or we want to grow online or we want our website to be bigger or we want more traffic to our website or more sales, The problem is, is we actually start watching what others are doing, and then we will try to mimic their strategy. 
And I'm going to relate this to, and this is the best analogy I could give anyone. It's now a part of my brand. I am a huge movie lover. My entire family, we love movies. We don't really watch TV. We are all about movies. And we are Marvel geeks. So my youngest son and I, we probably know every line to every single Marvel movie. We drive my husband and my oldest son crazy because we will reenact the scenes. Like it's it's nuts. But my all-time favorite Marvel villain is Loki. Okay. Everyone loves Loki. He is a trickster. He can transform himself into somebody else, into someone he's not. He can mimic what other people are doing. But as he continues to do that, he loses sight of who he is. He's not in tune with himself. So at the, at the end of the day, it blows up in his face. He loses. He never wins. So I teach that to my clients and online. You can love Loki in the movies, but don't be like Loki online. Don't be like Loki in your brand. Don't mimic what other people are doing. Don't try to transform your Instagram newsfeed to resemble somebody else because you think they're successful. You really have to understand who you are, who you want to serve, and what lights you up. Like, be proud of who you are. So if you're a copywriter and, you know, you just love sitting in the corner with all these books around you, but you feel like, oh, I shouldn't be like that. No, you should be like that because showcasing your brand and who you really are, that's needed in the world. There are people out there that need your message. Don't try to transform, transform it, hide it, or try to mimic someone else because it's just not going to work. So that's my little my little Loki story of just stop watching what other people are doing. And the best way to know if you're doing this is if you are stuck in a state of inspiration where you are inspired and you're just downloading the freebies, but if you're not moving to a state of doing, if you're not implementing it, if you're not taking action, then you're, then you're stuck. You're stuck in consuming so much content. So stop consuming, stop mimicking, don't be like Loki and move to a state of doing and rock who you are. So good. I mean, there's so much to unpack and also my love (laughs) for, for the Marvel universe as well. We went through, we found this, like some YouTube guy who's like, I think he's from Germany or something. And he just has this thick accent and he tells you what order to watch the movies in. Mm, Yeah. This is a source of controversy, right? Because they release the movies in a certain order, but then you're supposed to watch them in a different order, you know? Yes. So we've gone through the entire, the entire series of all the movies, not, we don't have memorized, um, like my kids are still little, so it's only our oldest that's watched them so far. Um, but it's been really fun, but let's, yeah, let's go back to the, the social media thing. You know, it, it is so easy. I'm finding this now with TikTok Cause I teach people about TikTok. I, I love TikTok. I think it's a great opportunity to grow your audience in a new, a new platform, but it's really hard for me to open TikTok without immediately going to consumption mode. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially because TikTok immediately plays a video that you didn't ask for. Like it'll just play you something that it thinks is going to get your attention. And Instagram isn't quite the same way. But when you load up Instagram, you see somebody else's feed first. And, and when you load any of these programs, right, you open up the app and then you see somebody else's thing, even though you were planning on posting, it's like, well, before I post, let me go uh-huh. look at some other stuff. Yes. 
And then you find yourself like, especially on TikTok, like 20 (laughs) minutes later, and I'm like saving everybody's posts and commenting. And I'm like, wait, I'm not supposed to be consuming right now. I was going on to create something. Mm-hmm. Any any tip for people that are stuck in the in the vortex of consumption on social media? Uh, number one on your phone, turn off all your notifications. I did this two years ago. I don't need my phone beeping at me when I'm at dinner with my kids that someone commented for my Instagram post. Like, I'm sorry, that's not going to impact me for the day. So turn off your notifications. And in the beginning, um, turn on your timer on your phone. Set your timer for maybe 10, 15 minutes, then go to the app. And that's how you're going to be able to train your brain because then the alarm's going to go off and you're going to go, oh, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And I still get caught in that too. Sometimes I'll get on and go, oh, I need to go DM this person. And then like a funny reel comes up. And I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. I got to save that. And then you get into the scroll and then I'm like, wait, 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 nope, nope, nope. And you have to think to yourself too, how are you approaching these platforms? Are you approaching just as a consumer and a user, or are you going to approach them as a business owner? So once you put that in your mind, like, how am I approaching this today? What's my intention? It's fine. If you want to be a user at night, you know, your kids are showering. And if you're lucky, like me, the husband's doing the dishes, you know, which is awesome. He loves to do the dishes. Well, I can sit and chill and fall into the rabbit hole. Totally fine. But when it's during business hours, I have to be intentional. So I have to set that timer and go, what am I doing? What am I getting on here for? And then I'm going to get off and I'm going to go back to my weekly project workflow so I can stay on task. That's so good. Yeah. So you, you open it and it's like, you know, you probably just use the app to to do it. Right. So you just Mm -hmm. click the Siri button or whatever, whatever phone you have. And you just say, uh, remind me in 10 minutes to close TikTok. And then you go do your thing. And then yes. like 10 minutes later, you get that notification. And then at that point, it's all, it's all to you. I'm actually reading this book called uh, Willpower Doesn't Work, <laughs> right? It's all about the, the setting up systems, change your environment, change your life. And so like, if your environment is one where you're consuming Instagram all the time, then use some of the tools, right? Use yes. the screen time tool. Like I have that with my kids, you know, my kids can't, can't touch their iPads mm. for more than 30 minutes a day. Like yes. at, th- at minute 30, 30.01, it'll be like frozen and parental controls pop up, you know? And we could probably do that for ourselves as well. <laughs> I was just thinking we probably need to do that for ourselves. Just a quick second to tell you about a live training I have coming out very soon. All you need to do is go to briandixon.com slash live to sign up for this training. This is going to help you move forward as you seek to start and grow your business. Just go to briandixon.com slash live. What's a, a Bible verse or a biblical principle that has encouraged you as you've grown your business? So my favorite Bible verse is Joshua chapter one, verses one through nine. I read that. I really got into it. So I know our listeners can't see it, but I do the seasons of soap. And I love this because it's divided into five seasons and it takes passages from the Bible and you read it and you first observe it. And then you, how would you apply it to your life right now? And then you write a prayer and that Bible verse hit me because I was at a point where I was felt stuck in my business. And I almost felt like, do I need to be changing what I'm doing? 
Do I just totally change gears? Should I even be in business anymore? Like I was really, really stuck. And when I read that, which it's all about strength, courage, don't get off track, trust the process. I even went so far and had the word strength and courage from that Bible verse tattooed on my arm. Like that is just ingrained in me. And anytime I feel a little scatterbrained or that doubt or fear sets in, I have it bookmarked and I just pull it out and I read it and go, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for reminding me that to just have the strength, have the courage, and just know that whatever's going to happen, it will happen. We just have to learn to trust that process. Amazing. Strength and courage. And you can look, look you can look at it right there every day. Yes. Yeah. That's why I put it there. It's a daily reminder. So good. Amazing. I don't have a tattoo yet, but I've been, I've been thinking about it. I think the older I get, the more I'm like, like life is so cyclical. I struggle with the same stuff, you know? And it's like, what if I had a reminder right in front of me? So mm-hmm. I, I love that. Yeah. One of my mentors has that, like he has like his two life sayings, like on both of his arms and he sees it every day. And I'm like, that's, I do like post notes and stuff, but I think like actually getting it on your skin or in your skin yeah. could probably help too. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing feeling. (laughs) Huh. That's so fascinating. Well, tell us about your, your mindset, Allison. I know that this is, this is a big issue, the way we think about things and the way that Mm -hmm. we process. And, you know, as, as somebody who's grown her business, is there a specific mindset or a mindset tip you have for our listeners? So mindset always kind of tripped me up or I've always struggled with it. I always felt like I needed to be in this perfect Zen feeling to have like that mindset epiphany. So I always kind of rolled my eyes at like when people would talk about mindset and mindset growth until I had um, a recent guest on my podcast. And she said something that just stuck with me. And she said, demote your ego and promote your soul. And I went, wait, what? Say that again. And we are made up of two types. We have our ego and that's our external forces that either, you know, try to defend us, control us. And then we have who we really are deep down and that is our soul. And so I think just through whatever you're doing in your business or what you're seeing online, we can even apply it to what's happening in the world right now. It's so easy for our egos to take over and lash out and have the judgments and put yourself up here and think you're high and mighty and great. And everyone else is down here. And we actually need to do the opposite. We have to push down our ego. It's always there to kind of keep us safe because when our ego is really out there and taking over, that's when we're given into fear. And now we need fear so we don't walk out into the middle of the road and get hit by a car. Like that's just our basic fear that will, it'll always be there. But we need to promote our souls and we need to go back to, well, why are we here? We are not here to be above other people. We are here to be with them, help them, serve them. So our souls is truly what we're meant to do. So why did you start your business in the first? Go back to that. Why did you start your business? Why did you start this journey? And as you go through this journey, 
don't let that ego take over. And it's very, and that I feel that's all we're seeing today in the world. It's easy to get mad and pass judgment and be like, I can't believe they're saying this. I can't believe they're having fights in the streets or whatever. And then I go, that's their ego. Because I bet deep down inside, they're truly not like that. It's their ego lashing out. So for me, for mindset that I apply to my business now and life in general, conversations with my kids and my husband, I'm always having that check-in, demote my ego and promote my soul. And then things will work out. I love that. That's really important. And just that connection of like seeing other people, like really seeing them. Yes. Instead of like, this is how I feel in the moment, like connecting, connecting to those people. That's amazing. Well, one, uh, one question I love to, to, to ask, and, and one reason I, I wanted you to come on the show uh, is really about the idea of opportunity. I, I talked to so many women who are trying to get a business off the ground and they feel like everything's already done. Like there's already people, mm-hmm. like everything's so crowded. You know, I just hear that over and over again. It's just so crowded. And, and so as a social media person, you know, specifically like Allison, where are you seeing opportunity? Maybe it's in social media or not, but like, where are you seeing opportunity, especially for somebody that's just getting started? You know, what kind of advice would you have for her? The best advice I have is there's opportunity everywhere. I don't think there's one um, niche or industry that's oversaturated. Here's the thing. I think a lot, there's a buzzword going around about being authentic or having authentic content. And I think a lot of people think, oh, well, I have to create something that is just brand new or brand new to the market. And well, that's been done before. So forget it. I'm going to move on. And I say, no way. That's, I think that's a myth. All authentic content really is, is taking what you know, taking the information and the knowledge that you have learned and gathered, and you are going to infuse your personality and your life experiences. And that's what's going to make you authentic in your niche. And that's how you continue to build your business. It's always going back to I know how to use Instagram. I've learned a lot. Well, there's a lot of Instagram coaches and experts and gurus out there. I can easily say, I don't live up to them. I will never be as big as like the Jasmine stars. I can never be like her, but wait a minute. I have my own personality and I have my own life experience. So I'm going to infuse that with what I've learned with Instagram. And that's how I'm going to grow my business. So there's opportunity everywhere. And the the thing I would say next to that is don't go it alone. I tried to go it alone in the, business, in the beginning. Find a community of people that are similar to you, similar to your niche, and create that community with those people so you can bounce ideas off of. You can just message them and say, I'm feeling really down today. Should I give up? And then you're going to have all these people supporting you going, no, keep going. That is really how I built, built a business because I was surrounded with like-minded people. And I feel that's really hard to do being an entrepreneur. I was probably the first entrepreneur 
in my family and of all my friends. Everyone was had corporate jobs. So if you're sitting around a campfire and everyone's going around going, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And then they come to me and I'm like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a podcaster and I'm a coach. And then they go, oh, and then they move on. Like they don't know how to talk to you. And then it makes you feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. And then, you know, and then you feel that fear sets in and then here comes that ego coming out. Let's demote them. Let's put your soul back up because you were meant to do what you are going to do. And if it drives you and you're passionate about it and you truly want to help them, there is opportunity everywhere. So good. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like you have to mine your past for your, for those experiences to be ready to share like your, your own, your own experiences is your uniqueness. Like what, what, what has gotten you to where you are is unreplicatable. Like nobody, nobody else has that background. You mentioned Jasmine. Like I remember when Jasmine was just getting started and at the time, who was it? Shalene Johnson was like the go-to Instagram person, right? She had IG impact or something like that. And so, and so, you know, friend of a friend, I, I don't know Jasmine personally, but I got, I saw her get started from going niching from photography to Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think I heard an interview with her early on and it was like, I don't think I have what it takes and who am I to be an Instagram person? And now she's like the gold standard. And right. so, it's so f- and, and so you listening right now, like you can, you can be that industry leader, that gold standard with the power of focus, but start with that, w- with sharing your story and like where, where you come from. And I totally, I can relate to the, uh, you know, everybody else having a job. I'm, I feel like I'm chronically unemployable, you know, as an, mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, we had this parent thing the other night and like, everybody's going around the room saying what they do. And I was like, and I was trying to explain what I do, which is like, I don't have a job, you know, I have great <laughs> jobs. Um, so it's, that's really fun. And I also, that's really encouraging. The opportunity is you, right? Yes. You, you are the opportunity that people are looking for by sharing your unique story. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Well, Austin, tell us a little bit about where we can learn more about you and and follow all your things and and potentially work with you. Absolutely. So my website is bossladyinsweatpants.com. I know all the mompreneurs just love that name. And so they go right to it. I'm on Instagram at Allison Scholes. And then of course, my podcast is social media for mompreneurs. And I do a lot of interviews. I do a lot of just solo shows, just sharing some quick tips. And I'm real on that show. There's nothing that's fake or scripted. (laughs) I just have a lot of fun. (laughs) So great. I love it. Boss, boss lady. Boss lady in sweatpants. Boss lady in (laughs) sweatpants.com. So good. That's an easy one to remember. Yes. That came to me in a car when I was at the point of leaving my job and going, how am I going to build a life at home with my kids, but build a business? I'm like, cause I'm, I was done with the corporate world and I went, yeah. I want to wear sweatpants all day and I want to be the boss. Okay. Boss lady in sweatpants. I mean, it just came to me in the car. <laughs> I love that. It reminds me of my pal, um, Carrie, she does a, uh, barefoot, the barefoot executive. And it's like, this oh, idea is perfect. like, right. You're not wearing shoes, you know, you're yeah, wearing sweatpants. Yeah. Like you can, you can start your own <laughs> business wearing what you want. I love it. Well, Allison, a uh, last question for you would be, you, would you be willing to pray for our listener today? I would love to. Absolutely. Dear God, thank you for giving me this opportunity to impact today's listeners and encourage them to go forward with strength and courage. God, give these beautiful people your grace and wisdom to demote their egos and promote their souls. 
May they have the strength and courage to wholeheartedly give their all in their business and life. May they continue to trust the process and not get timid or discouraged. Keep them focused, confident, and unstoppable in your light. Amen. Thanks so much for being here, Allison. Thank you. Thank you so much for checking out the show. I'm so honored that you took the time. Listen, it really helps if you leave a rating and review. So wherever you're checking us out, I would really appreciate you taking the time to click that like button, give us a five-star rating, leave a comment, let me know how the show has impacted you.